0: The following podcast is for informational purposes only, and the opinions expressed therein are not necessarily those of Canal Insurance Company. This information is not designed to replace, substitute, or supplement our client's independent obligation to comply with any laws or regulations. Listeners should complete their own independent research in creation and development of their company's risk management and safety programs.
1: Welcome to episode 19 of the Holy Notes podcast by Canal Insurance. I'm Paul Poplasky, Director of Risk Management Services at Canal, and this week I'm joined by my colleagues, Pat- Patrick Smith, who's a Claims Operation Director, and Todd Scott, who's a Claims Management. Uh, this afternoon, we're, we're going to discuss what you should do at the scene of an accident in order to stay safe and be smart. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Now let's get rolling. Todd, Pat, would you like to introduce yourselves?
2: Todd, Scott, uh, thanks for having me back again, Paul, uh, to uh, discuss this uh, subject. What you should do with the scene of an accident in order to be uh, be safe and stay smart. As you mentioned, I'm a claims manager here at Canal. Been here now going on seven years. I manage a team of adjusters that uh, handles liability. And uh, thanks again for having
0: me. Uh, Same here. I appreciate the opportunity to to share. I'm Patrick Smith. And like you say, I'm claims operations. I've got the same exact amount of time with Canal as Todd because we actually started the same day. Uh, So, I feel like we kind of were introduced to uh, the way canal operates and uh, it's been a great experience. Excited about being able to share today and
1: uh, just have at it. All right. Sounds good. Now, let me ask you, what's the first thing you should do in an accident scene? You know, Todd, do you want to, you want to go over that with us?
2: Uh, Sure. Uh, We've got uh, several points here to go over, but, You know, the the best first one that I could come up with is, number one, remain calm. Uh, You know, a a truck is involved in an accident, whether it's with a vehicle, an inanimate object, uh, or whatever. Uh, Number one is is to remain calm because being in an accident uh, can be a crazy experience. Uh, so remain calm. The you know, first thing you want to do is call 911 and report the accident to uh, whatever the local authority is uh, with that has to deal with the area for what you're in. And you know, and a couple key things to remember when you're on the phone with uh, 911 is be specific as to the amount of vehicles involved. Uh, as well as your own. You're being vehicle one, how, how many other vehicles are involved, you know, and then you want to preserve the evidence, which we'll get into more here shortly. And, you know, and really first and foremost, you as the driver, you you want to make sure you're okay. You know, if, if you are hurt or feeling any type of injury from the accident, whatever that may be, you want to go ahead and convey that to, the nine one one operator, so that they can get the necessary response out to make sure uh, that you stay okay. Um, Patrick, you want to throw in on that, but
0: no, I completely agree with you. I, I think uh, if if you are uh, behind the wheel and you've had that impact occur, certainly want to get to a safe spot if you're able to maneuver your vehicle, uh, get it off of the roadway, uh, and then. If again you've called nine one one and you've made sure you're okay, then go ahead and get uh, get your triangles out and, and make sure that uh, you are not a part of another tangle up uh, maybe behind you. So uh, it's just a matter of getting getting everybody squared away, you and your rig, and uh, be ready to to move on with what you need to do as far as reporting uh, to the right parties. Yeah,
2: that's right, and which leads to our second point. You know, after you've called the police, uh, you've reported it and everything and made sure that you're okay. Uh, You then want to follow, you know, in accordance with your employer's guidelines. Report the claim to either your employer and canal uh, as your uh, liability insurance carrier in accordance to those guidelines. Because, uh, you know, as uh, Paul and Patrick can uh, reemphasize, that the sooner we as the insurance carrier are made aware of an accident, the sooner our response is and so much evidence and um, is important at the time that the claim is first reported, to where if the accident was reported, you know, a couple of days, uh even, uh even hours, but you know, a couple of days, months, whatever down the road. 've we've, we've missed the opportunity to obtain uh, that evidence that we otherwise would have had had the accident been reported timely
1: i i just wanted to back up on one thing uh <clears throat> pat you mentioned on how and how to uh stay secure stay safe you know if if the vehicle cannot be moved what what do you recommend how uh you know where should the driver be you know what should he do if, if that vehicle is disabled
0: you know, a lot of it depends on the, the weather and the time of day. If you are uh, in a dark place and there's no lighting, you definitely want to make sure that you stay, uh, at, away from where you could be run over by somebody passing by or that comes up immediately behind you. But, uh, y- your goal is going to be as best you can to, uh, either be able to signal or to have some way to alert others that there is a hazard, um, ahead. Uh, I think if it's bright daylight, it's a little bit easier to do that because hopefully the drivers behind you are paying attention. But um, definitely, if it's not, if it doesn't go anywhere, uh, you need to get out and and step away, get get away from um, your vehicle.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, if a, as Patrick alluded to, if a vehicle cannot be safely moved to the shoulder, maybe the damage is. Uh, such an extreme that, that the vehicle can no longer be operated safely. Um, you know, you want to then fall back on your, your FMCSA guidelines, uh, you know, exactly. activate your four-way flashers, and you're going to want to put out your triangles uh, in order to prevent, as Patrick pointed out, uh, you know, a, a, a second incident occurring Um it's just be smart, you know. You, 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 your safety is is number one priority, and then, in accordance with the FMTSA guidelines, uh, flashers, uh, triangles uh, would come next.
1: Got yeah, understood. And you you mentioned preserving evidence at the scene. Can you give me an example of what that would be?
2: Uh, sure. Uh, Well, everybody, you know, in the world we live in today, everyone all the way down to a four-year-old pretty much has a cell phone. Uh, So, and maybe even the younger than that, but uh, so you're in an accident uh, for the sake of argument. And and this example, we'll say it's with another vehicle. Uh, You know, you want to, you know, secure as many photographs as you can. uh, And we're not talking... uh, you know, close ups or anything like that, just so uh, everyone on our end or or that's not at the scene, is gonna be looking at this knows how many vehicles were involved, you know, what what are the resting positions of the vehicles? Um, You know, you're gonna wanna pay attention to the model color and tag number, especially of a vehicle because we see, you know, we do see a lot of accidents where, you know, initially the other party will stop. And then at some point uh, in the immediate future, a lot of times, uh, most of the time before authorities show up, they will leave the scene. And without some type of a tag number or anything like that, it's you can imagine how hard it is to to track them down. So things like that, photographs, um, noting how many people were in the vehicle. Uh, that you're involved in an accident with, regardless of fault. Now, we're not talking uh, this is all regardless of fault, because you know, if you aren't in involved in an accident with another vehicle, say the vehicle hits you, and uh, you know you you do everything that we previously discussed and you get out and you see uh, that the the vehicle only had one person in it, maybe they have dark tinted windows and whatnot, as so many vehicles do nowadays. Um, you know, you want to try and ascertain if there was anybody else in the vehicle because even if the police report doesn't note that there was passengers in that vehicle, we will receive uh, letters of representation or you know information claiming that there are more occupants in that car. And so trying to help us get over that hump with with knowing that information sooner than later is always
0: going to be beneficial. And I would say if you're, if you are taking photographs, certainly we want photos of, of everything that you see, but um, do it safely. Again, don't step out in the middle of the roadway because you need to get a good picture. We will take what you get and we'll take it however you get it. But um, again, your safety's is the, the, the utmost importance. And if you are uh, tangled up with another vehicle or more, um, certainly you, you can take on just human nature to, to try and render aid and make sure everybody else is okay. But, um, would strongly suggest, uh, that you just guard your actions because you don't want to do anything that would come off as, um, any way, uh, um, engaging in an argument about who's on you know, at fault or, or how things transpired. The best thing to do is, um, keep your cool and, and wait for the law enforcement folks to come and and they'll, they'll work out the details.
2: That's absolutely right. And, um, you know, and the, one of the next uh, categories we have uh, is secure dash cam footage, you know, trucks now cars even, but uh, you know, trucks, uh, a, a lot of trucks on the road, rolling on the road, have, have dash cans. Now, whether that is, it's a dash cam system that uploads to a cloud automatically or if it's one that you have to have one of those memory cards in, you know they are extremely helpful and, and in all situations, regardless of fault, uh, you know if it's an accident where uh, you know uh, you're liable, at least we know upfront rather than have to piece it all together and figure it out. And it also locks in the facts of the accident. So if anything then becomes exaggerated, or, you know, additional people end up being in the vehicle that obviously we're not in it, uh, as caught on the dash cam, it really, it really is beneficial. Um, And so you want to, you want to make sure that, you know, that's secured um, uh, right away. And, you know, a lot of times you can you know, you're involved in an accident and the person can get out and say, what are you doing? You didn't see me or it's your fault. And you you know, the whole time you're saying to yourself, well, I have dash cam that's going to show the tell differently. And then the police officer shows up, they go talk to the other person obviously in a smaller vehicle. And by the time they come back to you, they already have the other person's side of the story. And if you can quickly just hit replay on your dash cam, uh, your story and the true facts of the accident are going to make a lot more sense.
1: Sounds good. I just wanted to touch on, uh you mentioned cell phones and, you know, your photos. How about taking a video with your cell phone as well? Would you recommend that like getting, getting a whole view of the scene?
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, you don't need to feel like you're a professional videographer and narrate the video as you're doing it. I mean, obviously, if you uh, have enough forethought to go ahead and uh, turn on the video uh, capability of your device, you know, you can say, uh, you know, this this is my truck here, the rest position. This is the resting position of all the vehicles. And then just do a casual walk around of the scene, trying to hold the camera as steady as you can of course, Uh, but so that everybody knows the position uh, at the accident, uh, after the accident, where everyone came to rest. And then, you know, if the uh, initial impact occurred just behind where all the vehicles came to a stop, you'd want to encompass that area as well because As you know, you know especially impacts between two different vehicles, um, there will a lot of times be uh, you know skid marks or gouge marks in the pavement, and that really is beneficial with us trying to piece together exactly what occurred in accordance with what we're being told. So that's a great point. Yeah,
0: and really to piggyback on that, uh, if you're taking video, we can grab images from the video. So. Um, if exactly. you've got the the ability, the storage capacity, on on your phone or whatever device, and and the battery life, then go for it.
2: Yeah, um, you know, and some of the information that would uh, you would be contacted with after initially reporting the claim, uh, what you know from the police, obviously, or your company personnel, as well as. The insurance carrier, you know, is uh, you know, to note the severity of the accident was it a heavy impact, a light impact? Were there was there any obvious injury sustained by you or any other people that were involved? Um, and a big one uh, because believe it or not, it does get missed sometimes simply because of when you're released from the scene and whatnot. Is is the the type of Ambulance transport, was there ground ambulance transport or air transport, you know, where they have to have a helicopter come in to remove somebody from the scene. That information is key and vital. And the sooner we know about that, uh, the better off uh things go for us on the on the front end. Um, you know, and then uh we noted uh, you know, an obvious it because you're going to be asked this type of questions from police dispatch as well, is are there any hazmat spills? Uh, you know, okay, what is it? Is it just a diesel from the tanks? Uh, you know, did the uh, crankcase get busted and there's oil all over the interstate? Or could there be any type of materials that you're actually hauling that are deemed hazardous that, uh, that there may be a, a, a leak or spillage and, you know, and then, the, you know, the police show up, the fire department, and they come to you and they're like, uh, you need to get on the horn with your company and get somebody out here to clean this up. And obviously, that's, that's something that the insurance company would want to be involved in as well. And, you know, the sooner, obviously, the sooner that we know about it, the faster we're going to be able to get somebody out there to to get that squared away.
0: I would say if you have somebody that is called out to the scene, uh, whether it's a cleanup company or tow company, um, just be aware. You don't want to sign off on any contracts or any type of authorization. Um, If they're called out by the officers that are at the scene, that's all the authority they need to get their job going. Uh, But you don't want to sign anything, not when you are in the middle of the uh, Stress, Just traffic, yeah. and everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make sure that type of document can be signed either uh, by the owner or by the safety director, um, somebody from the insurance company. Uh, but uh, again, I would, I would strongly advise you to hold off on any of that. Uh, you can give a verbal, yeah, go ahead, whatever you got to do. Uh, but, but be cautious about signing anything there. Good point. Uh- okay. And
1: and what about what about your attitude at the scene, you know, controlling emotions, How how should you respond?
2: You know that, that that's. I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, you know, I've noted here how somebody should act uh, while at the scene after an accident, regardless of fault. Uh, but it, it's so hard to you know, and anybody can hear it or read it and say, "Yeah, that's how I would be." But you really don't know. Because, you know, everything kind of hits you at once and it's never planned and tempers can flare. You know, you can, I have, be professional and courteous above all. Um, Accidents can trigger anger and or bewilderment, uh, confusion. Uh, Be nice, Uh, don't admit liability or try to make sense of anything that happened with anyone other than your employer, police, or insurance company personnel. And, you know, the reason that I have that in there is because a lot of times, you know, most a lot of accidents aren't simple rear renders or backing up into somebody. A lot of times you know, you're traveling down the highway and a car gets tangled up with you and you don't know where they came from, uh, where they were. All you know is you were in your lane. Uh, so just... Be aware and conscious that you know anything you say to anyone other than your police, employer, or insurance company personnel, they're going to take whatever you say and they can construe it in a thousand different ways.
0: So, just well, and, uh, Todd, I'd say I mean, you were talking earlier about everybody having a phone in their hand. Be well aware that somebody's videotaping you, so what oh. you're saying and doing oh. is going to be on somebody else's phone, and you definitely want to make sure that it is all um, nice and. Uh, definitely uh, not defensive.
2: No, Um, because, you know, tempers can flare. I mean, it can be a little minor fender bender and, you know, the other person jump out of their car, get up on the, you know, by the side window of your truck and be giving you to what for about how could you do this and all that. Just be professional. And, and, you know, the authorities will get out there and they'll, Get everybody separated and and take care of it from there. There's no reason to let somebody else escalate a situation or what it doesn't need to be.
0: I would say this: uh, while you're kind of out there waiting, if somebody approaches you and says, "Hey, I I saw the whole thing," or uh, you know, I I I heard the other drivers say that they uh, weren't paying attention. Anything like that that would be helpful for somebody investigating the claim or or the accident down the road. Uh, go ahead and get a name and a phone number. If somebody's coming up and saying, hey, I saw it, uh, and it doesn't matter if they're saying, I saw you did it or I saw the other party do it, uh, but go ahead and get names and phone numbers. Uh, it's very helpful when we investigate the loss.
2: That's, that's a terrific uh, point because, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, accident scenes are very chaotic. Uh, the police, yes, the, you know, this is what they do you uh, know especially highway patrols, state police they they work accidents, but they could still be chaotic and you know if it's on a busy roadway or highway highway, initially you may have three to five vehicles stop uh, because they saw what happened and some will leave before the police get there because they got their their lives to tend to. and but knowing that, if there's any way that you can obtain witness information, even if it's a tag number, make and model a vehicle, but a name and contact number, and if possible, an address so that we can follow up with those folks. Because not everybody has the time to hang out at a scene, depending upon where you are, especially nowadays, it can, you know, you can be sitting there for a while waiting for authorities to show up. Um but if, you, if there's any way you can document that so that we can follow up, our personnel can follow up with them after the fact, um, that would be great because otherwise that information is lost forever. It's not going to be noted on a police report. And, you know, it it just make it can make things uh, much more difficult.
1: Those are all great points. Now, let me ask you something. Myself as a driver, what type of notes should? What what should I write down as well? What 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 type of uh, information should I gather?
0: Well, in addition to you know what Todd was just talking about with the witness or anybody's uh, name and number that's available to to shed light on what took place, um notate where you are. I mean, if you're on the interstate, are you close to a mile marker? Um are you eastbound, westbound? Um, try and pinpoint as best you can where you are, and then uh, allow us to uh, have a better idea of finding that scene if we need to send somebody out later uh, to scope it out.
2: Yeah, uh, that's very true. And, you know, as Patrick was speaking about earlier, you know, it could be the middle of the night, it's dark out, you're in a coming out of a curve in the highway you know, if, if you get out of your vehicle, there's a good chance somebody's gonna come around the curve and they're not gonna see you until it's too late. You know, just be very, very smart about it, you know, y- your location and whatnot. And uh um, but those are all things that you know you wanna go ahead and you know, just note these things beforehand and so that any unfortunate event that an accident ever does occur, you at least have something. Uh, subconsciously to fall back on uh, because it, it, it can be pretty stressful when you're out at the scene of an accident. Um, you know, and a, a lot of times when, when a, an adjuster will get uh, a first notice of an accident and start making phone calls, you know, one of the questions they ask uh, the driver, you know, were there any citations issued? Did Were you cited? Did you receive any citations? No, but I think the other party did you know, if the, the officer will almost always go talk to the other person first, as long as they're available. And then uh, they'll come to you and they'll tell you, uh, you know, you'll have a good idea of uh, what they were told and whatnot. And they'll, it's some maybe they won't sometimes, but if, you know, you're not at fault or whatnot and, you know, get the officer, hey, are you issuing any citations? oh yeah, the other person's going to get cited with this accident. Just anything to that would be uh, would be beneficial to know. Um, which, which leads to our next. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, to, in a severe accident, uh, which could be, you know, severe damage to your equipment and or another person's property or person, you know, the, the state will send a DOT officer out to the accident site uh, to to do a walk around inspection of your vehicle, and you know, and they'll fill out their sheet with the, all the information, and it will sometimes note, uh, you know, the the facts that the police officer uh, was told, whether or not there are any citations, and if any of the damage to your truck is an out of service uh, offense, and then if that damage the out-of-service violation is something that precluded the accident or happened as a result of the accident. And, you know, and then in, in extremely, uh, uh, extreme bad accidents, they'll even, you know, they can even take possession of the vehicle and have it removed to the city impound so that they can have one of their inspectors go and do a full inspection of the vehicle for brakes and you know power and 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 anything, uh, after the fact. But when they come out to the scene of an accident and do it, it's almost always going to be a walk around inspection, and they will give you the certificate with with their findings. And um, having that available so that you could give it you know to your company as well as the insurance carrier is uh, is most beneficial.
1: Okay, and uh, what type of documentation should I be prepared to share with either the insurance company or law enforcement at the
0: scene? You, of course, most of the paperwork is going to be right there on your person, either uh, there in your truck or in your wallet. But uh, registration, proof of insurance, uh, your CDL, um, may need your medical card. Uh, I know the insurance company is going to want your bill of lading and, uh, and logs, you need to go ahead and make sure they're secure. Uh, They may not be needed right at the scene, but definitely want to keep up with those so we can uh, take record of, of where you've been leading up to uh, the accident.
2: Yeah. All good points, you know, and, and like you said, these are, you know, you as professional drivers all know, you know, if you're, if it's a simple traffic stop and or an accident, You know, it goes without saying your driver's license, commercial license, registration, insurance, uh, as well as those other items being readily available will just make your life much more simple. Um,
0: It's a good chance you're probably going to get asked to to drug test. So, uh, you know, just be prepared for that as well. Uh, Not necessarily any paperwork involved, but it may mean that you uh, are going to have to keep up with um, some orders or uh, just something to confirm you've actually taken care of that as well.
2: Yeah, uh, which is a a great point. And you know, uh, if the police uh, ask, you know, for a uh, blood a drug test in, in, in a severe accident, uh, and and also you know in an accident that may not be as severe, um, you know, post accident FMCSA post accident drug and alcohol protocols, you know, put up put out by your employer, you know, was there a vehicle towed? Was there an ambulance transport? Were you sighted? Um, Then you have so many hours to follow through with that test. Uh, You know, so whatever your safety department or your employer's uh, thoughts are and rules as to that, uh, just adhere to it. Uh, Because these are all things that, especially in litigation, um, that... Will be looked at by the other side and anything other than adherence to the rules, uh, I don't think I need to tell you how it is deemed, whether it's true or not. So uh, strict rules apply on that stuff. Um, And and other conditions, Uh, you know, we we mentioned dark or sunlight uh, conditions uh, for an accident, clear, dry, sunny, dark. Rainy where your headlights uh, and wipers on uh, snow, obviously ice, uh, fog and sand, depending upon where you live in and operate in the country. You know, we have you know, across the plain states or out west, Colorado, Utah and whatnot, the, the sandstorms and, you know, everybody's seen the news with the 50 to 100 vehicle pileups because the sandstorm popped up out of the middle of nowhere. Uh, so just every little thing that you can remember about an accident, the sooner that information is conveyed, it's locked in, and we know more up front than having to play catch up. It's very much appreciated.
1: What about what about road conditions, like the volume of traffic or was a hazard in the road, stuff like that?
0: Yeah, anything anything you can yeah. recall uh, or, or keep note of uh, do it, uh, speed limit, um, if there was, uh, maybe an accident up ahead. Um, and if there is anything like that, not only do you want to make note of it, if you grab a picture of it, or, um, if you do find that maybe there was an accident either, uh, maybe that created the bottleneck that led to your accident, uh, any of that's helpful to be able to take note of, so we can, um, track it down after the fact.
2: Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, while there, there, there are ways, of course, that information can be extracted through download of the ECM on the tractor, as well as, as uh, most uh, new personal auto vehicles, uh, but it, be able to recall to the best of your recollection what your, you know, what the posted speed limit was at the area of occurrence, You know how fast were you going at the time of the accident? Uh, Was your cruise control being operational, or were you uh, driving yourself? Uh, Because all this, all this information can be used to try and piece together, uh, you know, the actions and ultimate outcome uh, from an accident, Uh, because. You got to remember. A lot of times, you guys are telling us straight up what was going on uh, at the, in their truck at the time of an accident, and then when we're contacting or making contact with the other side, whether it's the individuals themselves or legal counsel that is is now representing them, um, they they haven't heard the information that you've told us, and a lot of times what they're the the other person is saying or what they're recollecting may not necessarily be fact. Um, so once again, the more information you're actually able to ascertain and convey from the, the, the point in time that the accident occurred, the better off uh, and, and easier. Uh, and, and when I say easier, I mean, it, it's we know more sooner than having to try to figure out later, and that's always better.
1: Well, great. I really appreciate that. You know, we, you know, a lot of, a lot of real good points. Is there anything else, Todd or, or Pat, you'd like to add?
2: Appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak on this subject and I uh, uh, wish everyone safe travels and uh, thank you for your time.
0: Yeah. I, I would just say, Hey, look, uh, we're here for you at Canal. Uh, so uh, if there is something that you uh, experience and it doesn't, Fall in line with what we've discussed today. Um, Every claim is different. Every accident has a different nuance to it, Uh, but we're here for you to help you through it.
1: Okay. I appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Patrick and Todd today and learned some helpful tips on how to be smart and safe at the scene of an accident. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Calling Notes. Want to make sure you never miss a Holland Notes episode? Head to the link in the show notes to sign up for email notifications.